Welcome to A Course in Business Miracles. This is Heather Dominic, creator of businessmiracles.com and founder and leader of the highly sensitive entrepreneur movement. Join me today for some genuine practical assistance and a business altering and life changing experience. A business miracle. This is A Course in Business Miracles, episode number 65. What happens when you are caught in the HSE coping cycle? In this episode, I share what really happens to our highly sensitive nervous system when we get triggered and how just even the beginning phases of awareness is the path out of being in your HSE shadows and HSE coping cycle so that you can then access your HSE strengths and operate as a regal queen in your business. talk you through this and we'll all walk through the mechanics of it first and then we'll look at how to be able to use it so that it's actually helpful and has an impact. So the HSE coping cycle begins with a trigger and obviously this trigger is different for each one of us and the trigger will show up in many different ways. And one of Our intentions together here during our training retreat time is that you will have a better understanding of what your triggers are. But something will happen or someone will say something and it for you will trigger unconsciously the coping cycle. And from the trigger is created anxiety you will feel anxious. And most likely, you're not even necessarily aware of this. Because as I was talking about earlier this morning, a lot of the anxiety has become so, quote unquote, let me say it this way, has become so familiar to you that it actually feels comfortable. It's what you know. From the anxiety is triggered fear. And that can feel and show up in all different kinds of ways, but you will somehow be afraid of something happening or not happening. And very similar to how Kristen was talking about this morning, right? Fear of the unknown. But she had many different ways of saying it fear that she wouldn't be able to start over again, fear that she wouldn't really know what to be able to say in regards for her business, fear of not being able to know what to do if someone said yes to her business. Fear then triggers lack of safety, feeling unsafe in some shape, or form. And lack of safety, again, goes back right up to unfamiliar, right? All of this feels very familiar. Lack of safety and fear of lack of safety, fear of unfamiliar, which then leads us into our coping mechanism. Now, this 
probably happens for most of us in a nanosecond. You probably don't even have time to take a full breath most of the time. It happens so quickly and so unconsciously. Obviously, if your coping mechanism is a hider, you start to go into hiding. And all of the ways that I was speaking about that this morning, as well as the ways that we talked about in the assessment last night, avoiding, controlling, piling on, pushing, not eating, not going to the bathroom, however it is that it shows up for you, hider or pusher. Now, important connection to make is to the Business Miracles Money Mindset Training Intensive. The archetypes that I teach in the Money Mindset Training Intensive is two of the primary archetypes are the Entitled Queen and the Scullery Maid. The hider, as I was sharing with Sherry, tends to be associated with the Entitled Queen, and the pusher tends to be associated with the Scullery Maid. So let me talk about these just for a moment. So the scullery maid, what that's about is when you're in a scullery maid mode when it comes to your relationship with money, is the visual is literally like a scullery maid down on the floor on her hands and knees, scrubbing, 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 working, 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 working her fingers to the bone, bruises on her knees, making little to no money, and doing it in the name of quote-unquote service. Barely able to meet expenses, if able to meet expenses at all, and convinced more, 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 more. That tends to be the money archetype that the pusher will associate with. If I could just do more, if I could just take on one more project, if I could just work a little bit harder, if I could just see more clients, if I could just serve my clients a little bit better. And she continues to scrub and scrub and scrub. And again, little to no money. Lots of effort, though. And why isn't anyone noticing how hard I'm working? The hider tends to be associated with the entitled queen. So the entitled queen is extremely defensive. The entitled queen looks good. She sounds good. Her website is pretty top-notch. She's got a really good video that someone else probably did for her. She spent a lot of time on her program guide. She's got the perfect colors fixed and picked out, and she's working it, and she has a wall of protection around her that makes it very difficult to get anywhere near, especially potential clients. And she has the attitude of, I deserve. I deserve. I deserve to have this. And I'm not going to. I'm not going to do that. Why should I have to do that? And it's a strong protection. It can often come off as intimidating. It can often come off as fierce. Some might perceive her as strong. 
But inside, she is terrified, terrified of being found out, terrified that someone will actually say yes, terrified of what to do if someone does say yes, terrified of being found out as not perfect, terrified. And so the entitled queen and that protection is a way to ensure that hiding. The ultimate, well, excuse me, let me speak about this first. As I mentioned earlier this morning, the combo platter will go back and forth between the two. Down on the floor, scullery maid, working really hard, so much, so hard, getting to the point of exhaustion, and then being like, what the, I am done with this. Can't anyone see how hard I'm working? I deserve better than this. How come I'm not getting paid what I'm worth? I can't believe this. It's so hard to make a living this way. This will never work. I don't need to do this. Back and forth, and then she's back down on her knees. Back and forth, back and forth. Gas break, gas break. Scullery made entitled. Scullery made entitled. She's not even in one place long enough for anyone to like really get a reading, right? Know where she's at. Then the ideal, as I teach in the money mindset training, is the regal queen. And the regal queen is in between the scullery maid and the entitled queen. So the scullery maid is over here, down on the floor, on her hands and knees. And the entitled queen is over here, snootedly looking over her shoulder. And the regal queen is in the center. And her feet are placed just beautifully, evenly apart. And her shoulders are back. And her head is held high. And her heart is open. And she is able to be of service in a way that is about her strengths and in a way that therefore is taking care of herself. She is easily able to ask for what she needs, including business and including rates and tuition that really makes sense for her. She's able to ask for support, and she's able to receive support. And as she asks for what she needs, and as she asks for support, and then as she's able to receive it, it allows it to easily flow out into all of those that she's meant to serve. And everyone is touched, and everyone is healed, and everyone happily invests to receive, which flows back in. And then she reaches out again to ask. And she is able to be of service and touch. And the income flows in. And it flows out. And it flows in, just like Mother Ocean. Easily, effortlessly, consistent, but with effort. (coughs) The movement. And that is the regal queen. But the regal queen is not part of the coping cycle. When we're in the coping cycle again, 
hiding, pushing, combo, scullery maid, entitled queen. Then what happens is we start to catch ourselves in the coping cycle, and the hider will start beating themselves up. The superego voice will really come in and beating up on the self. Look at you, once again, hiding, avoiding. What's wrong with you? You're never going to make anything. How are you doing this? No wonder no one will be a part of your services. And the whip just gets stronger and harder and harder. The pusher will collapse. The pusher will be so exhausted, so overworked, that the pusher will get sick. The pusher will come to a point or an edge of self-destruction. Relationships will be rocky. Arguments will ensue. Something to get the pusher's attention, to stop them from pushing. And both create shame, the HSE shadow of shame. For the hider, it's, you know, what's wrong with me? Why can't I do this? Why can't I actually make this successful? For the pusher, the shame is often, why did I have to stop? Something's wrong with me. I'm too weak. Why can't I just keep going? And then from the shame, we go into soothing. It's enough has gotten our attention that we start to soothe ourselves. Maybe we eat a chocolate chip cookie, or two, or three, or four, or a bag. Or we go shopping. Or we take a bath. Or we take a walk, or we read, or we journal, or we go to yoga class. Now, there's nothing wrong with any of those things. There's nothing wrong with going to yoga class. There's nothing wrong with taking a walk. There's nothing wrong with reading. There's nothing wrong with taking a bath. There's nothing wrong with going shopping. There's nothing wrong with having something to eat. It's about the way those acts are being used. And when they're part of the coping cycle, they are not proactive. They are reactive. It's to try to make yourself better, feel better. It's to try to bring yourself back into your body. It's to try to create some type of connection again, because as I said earlier, here you've gone missing. And then once we are soothed, then we can start to recover and we can start to rebound. So let me talk a little bit about this, because some of you who are most likely pushers but thought that you were a combo platter, most likely your pattern is that you push and then you recover. You have to. And you have 
mistaken that for hiding. Or if you are a hider and then you start to recover and rebound, then you've got some energy again. And then you go back into creating those really fancy marketing materials. And so that's why last night, for those of you who were tied between either pushing and combo or hiding and combo, I said most likely you're probably dominant towards hiding or pushing. And right now it's just in a pattern of recovery and rebounding. The combo platter, it takes someone who's in the combo platter and HSE who's in the combo platter longer to get up to soothing and recovery. So the combo platter tends to hang out longer down in the coping mechanism because you're swinging back and forth and you can't even really necessarily get yourself out. And then once we've recovered and rebounded, and then lo and behold, there's another trigger. Somebody at your BNI meeting tells you that you don't have a real business. Your parents wonder when you're ever going to make any money or get a real job. Or maybe even someone just looks at you in a way that you misinterpret or says something that you take personally. As I said before, this is for all of us to understand individually for ourselves. What's really key here in the trigger area is understanding also the difference between being overly sensitive and highly sensitive. So being highly sensitive, as I've said, is how you are coded. That is your nervous system. Being overly sensitive is when you are so unaware of how your highly sensitive nature works that anything that is said in a way that makes you feel uncomfortable, that triggers you, anything that's done, something that someone else does, we're so ensconced in our shadows that it's this just constant sense of being triggered. We can't even really go out into the world because it's so difficult. And most of us in this room are not in that place because we've come to a place at least where we are able to step into beginning or running and operating a business. But it's valuable to understand that when it comes to our triggers. Also, when you're overly sensitive versus highly sensitive, you don't have the awareness to understand that you play the key part in your triggers. So with being overly sensitive comes a lot of blame. Other people are doing this to you. I can't believe what she said. I can't believe what she did. But the world is not happening to you, and for sure your business is not happening to you. You are the primary creator. Thank you. 
thank you for listening. And I hope you enjoyed this episode of A Course in Business Miracles. If you're ready to learn how to use your highly sensitive abilities to support you in being purposeful, profitable, and empowered rather than scattered, poor, and undervalued, take my free self quiz to find out if you are indeed a highly sensitive entrepreneur. And if you are, along with your quiz results, you'll receive my free HSE success guide, which will teach you how to have your highly sensitive abilities working for you to create the results you desire in your business. Take the quiz and receive your free success guide now at www.hsequiz.com.